Hello, I'm Kimberly Davis, and I am the Fiscal Feminist. So today, we're going to talk about evaluating your financial freedom versus your career path. What do you really want to do for a living? I'm going to start with a quote by George Eliot. It's never too late to be what you might have been. Very deep words there, giving me a lot of thought for this blog. During this time of the COVID-19 pandemic with the disruption of businesses, new and different work routines, and widespread job loss, many may be reevaluating their professional pursuits. Some may be questioning how much job security they had during the pandemic. Others may be questioning whether they were fulfilled by their job now that their daily life has changed and they have had the opportunity to look at it from a different lens. In any event, settling on a career choice that is fulfilling and also provides financial security is often a challenge during any time. So it really comes down to practicality versus passion. Those are the two things we have to weigh. I've had several careers throughout my professional life. I started as a corporate securities lawyer. That was my very first job. I then morphed into an investment banker because I determined after being a securities lawyer that I really did enjoy the business side of it. And I had studied corporate finance, so I had some chops to make that move. I then followed my passion for fashion, and I became an entrepreneur in the fashion world. And then I realized that as much as I love fashion, I really wasn't a great lover in the business of fashion. It kind of took all of my passion out of it by being in that business. I then became a CFO, and now I'm a wealth manager. Clearly, it has been a long and circuitous journey, and over the years, I was able to distill which elements of each job that I really enjoyed and those that I did not. Being a wealth manager has allowed me to combine my interest in finance and the capital markets, which I've had throughout my life from day one, with my entrepreneurial spirit that I kind of tapped into as a fashion designer, and then my passion for helping people to achieve their financial goals. So when I was looking for my next career move, I wanted to incorporate my passion for talking to people and learning about people's lives with my other skills, and wealth management was actually the perfect career for that. That said, along the way, sometimes I needed to take a step back in these various moves, earn less, and that was going to be what lays the foundation for a transition and built up my experience in my profession. So the reality is that life choices need to be practical. I'm not trying to quell any passions because I'm a big believer in, in passionate behavior. I'm just trying to keep it real. The fact is we need to financially sustain ourselves and sometimes pursuing our passions just does not put food on the table, at least immediately. However, over time, we can work towards building a career that allows us to find the right balance of passion and practicality. Because really, it's about compromise. We all need money to survive. That's just a fact. But it shouldn't be the only decisive factor in our job choice. There are plenty of options that can provide a decent standard of living in which you can be happy, and you may need to do that in the interim while you're going for your end goal. 
You don't want to suffer for pursuing your passion professionally, meaning you don't want to be living hand to mouth and so worried about money that you can't really put your energy into pursuing your passion because you're just trying to get by and, and, and you know, put food on the table. So that's why you have to kind of put a little balance in there while you're, you know, doing these parallel things. It's wiser to have a solid financial foundation so that you can make small changes to get your end goal without having the stress of all that financial turmoil. Most people can't quit their day job to follow their passion, at least not initially. I couldn't do that. I had to kind of work my way through a lot of things to get to my end goal. But there may be jobs that are generally in the realm of your skills and passion in which you can make a living and you can continue to pursue your passion outside your day job. So, for example, Ernest Hemingway was a reporter before he was a novelist. So he could write his book at night and be a reporter during the day. Ask yourself, what matters to you? What intrinsic qualities are you looking for in your work? Also, evaluate your core values because it is significant in career satisfaction that you live your principles and your career affords you the opportunity to do so. If you can't put your principles into your job or your job is at odds with your moral code, then that's going to be very hard to sustain that over time. So those are a few questions that you need to reflect on. So let's take a step back. You need to develop a long-term strategy and focus on your career and goals, not just your day-to-day job responsibilities, right? Planning is always everything when trying to make a change. Ask yourself, what do you want to be doing in five years' time? In addition to wanting to pursue our passions, the reality of job insecurity is really present for everybody today. Today's work environment is more fluid with company acquisitions, automation, and other unforeseen factors like COVID-19 that can dislocate certain positions. Hence, we all should be strategizing and considering what careers suits passions, skills, talents, lifestyle, and long-term security. Ask yourself if your current career choice was really a choice. Sometimes your career can be the result of random occurrences and not something consciously pursued. Perhaps when you made that choice, you had pressing financial concerns, or you had a particular skill that was needed, but it isn't something you really can see yourself doing for the long term. So how do we shift gears professionally to drive change? Changing careers is never easy or immediate, especially if you've been working in a certain field for a long time. It can be intimidating and frightening to contemplate making a big change. But have faith and keep your resolve because the right choice is there for you. So I have a few actions that you can take to effectuate such a change. The first thing I would say is free up your own time. Delegate or prioritize the responsibilities you would like to handle while giving yourself time to develop outside of the workplace. Give yourself some space to contemplate, to be introspective, to think about your various passions and things that you really would like to spend your time doing in the workplace and in perpetuity. Embrace the change. This in-between your current situation and a future that is still uncertain may be disconcerting, but this unsettled stage is a necessary part of the journey. We get a lot of ideas when we're in this in-between stage, when we're reflecting and we're questioning and we're researching. Things pop into our heads. So you need to have that in-between stage. It's, it's crucial to any change in life, whether it's your career or even a change in your personal life. As William Bridges states in his book, Transitions, 
we need not feel defensive about this apparently unproductive timeout at turning points in our lives. In the apparently aimless activity of our time alone, we are doing important inner business. The next question I would have you ask yourself is, what are the short-term goals that you can achieve that will add up to your long-term goal? Sometimes this is just a series of short-term accomplishments and goals that you are able to check off to get to the ultimate goal. Also, ask yourself, why are you craving a change? First things first, do a little soul-searching and ask yourself, why now? Find out what's actually driving your decision to switch careers, says certified professional career coach Dave Wiacek. Also consider further education. Pursuing further education can facilitate a pivot into a new industry and will make you a competitive candidate. Yes, education can be expensive, but there are ways to finance it. There are federal loans, um, there are private loans, and usually if you are able to achieve your educational goals, that will facilitate a new career for you where you might actually earn more money. Another good idea is to create an advisory board for your career. I really like this idea. Establish a personal board of directors, says Lawler Kang, the author of Passionate Work. Your board could include an HR person, a mentor, a person from an industry you want to get into. Get their feedback on your plans. Ask them questions. Their support is amazingly powerful. Be proactive and seek out people who can help you get clarity in your vision and strategy. If you have the financial ability, perhaps consider getting a career coach. Coaches can explore with you what is missing in your current employment or profession, and they can help you crystallize what you are searching for. Also, consider pursuing your passion as a side hustle as you build up your experience in that area enough to make a permanent change. And manage your expectations. If you have a senior position, you may have to take a step back and accept a pay cut because your previous experience may not translate into the context of your new chosen area. This is something I've encountered myself. As I built up my experience and persevered, I was able to surpass my previous earning potential, but it took time. And and that definitely happened when I went into the wealth management field. I was a securities lawyer and a banker, investment banker, which is not on the retail side. And I had to prove my chops in the wealth management world. Um, so I had to start, you know, I started at the bottom of the barrel and I had to kind of work my way up. You know, it took some time and it took perseverance and it took resilience and it took my belief that this was the right career for me. But um, it was absolutely the right choice. And I'm glad that I, you know, I, I weathered the storm and I was patient and I understood that I had to take a step back to take four steps forward. Finally, prepare financially. As it is possible that in the early days of your new career, your income may drop slightly or even significantly, as was the case in my situation, you need to have your financial house in order. Examine your expenses closely and reduce or eliminate any unnecessary spending. Separate your needs from your wants and prioritize your long-term goals over short-term desires. Your long-term goals are going to be able to provide you with many more short-term desires if you put your passion and your diligence into it. So don't get distracted by short-term things that you want to buy or do. Build up your savings prior to making a move so you have a cushion to get you through the transition. That way you won't have to worry so much about, you know, money and meeting your fixed costs. So change of any kind requires planning, perseverance, patience, and resilience. 
But if you are strategic and intentional, it can be accomplished. Keep the faith. Never give up until you reach your desired goal because professional fulfillment will be your ultimate reward. Thanks for listening. The Bonson Group is registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there's no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance, and it's not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. The team in Hightower shall not be in any way liable for claims and make no express or implied representations or warranties as the accuracy or completeness of the data and other information or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information reference herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of the team and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. Ignorance is not bliss. As women, burying our heads in the sand when it comes to our money has dire consequences. But yet, so many of us have employed this detrimental strategy. After over two decades of experience, I've discovered that women face a twofold crisis of competence and confidence regarding how they approach and handle finances. It's time to close that gap. I wrote The Fiscal Feminist, a financial wake-up call for women to teach women how to take charge of their money and control their financial destinies. This book will help you achieve financial literacy, establish the right tools and rules for managing your money and relationships, and to plan for your future. It's time to gain and maintain financial wellness on your own terms. Head to FiscalFeminist.com to order your copy today.